Thank you for watching tonight. I uh, pray that you are um, staying in and staying warm with this weather that we're having. And um, I pray over the next couple of days that you will uh, keep an eye on things around your homes to make sure that uh, pipes don't burst and things like that. Um, as always, if you're not able to get out during these cold and bad weathers, please let me know. If you're within an hour or two from here, I would be more than happy to try to pick something up for the store for you or things like that um, if you need that. Um, tonight, we're going to be in uh, uh, Judges chapter 5. And um, last night, we looked about um, how um, everybody needs somebody. And we looked at how Barack and Deborah worked together and how God had specific jobs and tasks for each one of them. But tonight we're looking at the celebration. This last weekend was the Super Bowl, which I don't watch the Super Bowl or any professional sports for that manner for the most part due to their disrespect for the national anthem. But um, uh, there was a great celebration afterwards and I saw it on the news because they were all upset because they were partying without their masks on. And so that celebration was something they were um, looking forward to, something that they enjoyed, but yet um, not everybody was pleased with it. But here in Judges 5, we see the celebration after the nation of Israel has won a mighty battle. And I want to show you tonight the very first thing they celebrated is the very same thing that you and I need to put into practice in every area of our life. This principle is applicable in our marriages. It is um, applicable or applicable, I never know how to say it, in our places of employment. It is um, something we should apply in our um, churches and in our nation. And I want to read verses one and two to you tonight about what you and I need to succeed. And so if I was titling this tonight, what we need to succeed. It starts in verse one. It says, then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinam, saying on that day, saying that the leaders led in Israel, that the people volunteered, bless the Lord. That simple premise is that leaders led, people volunteered, and it blessed the Lord. You see, in every area of our life, whether in our home, our place of employment, our church, or in our nation, God has established authority. Now, we don't like authority. None of us like being told what to do. But what we see here in this passage of scripture is the reason they were successful is because the leaders led, the people volunteered or served, and God was blessed. <coughs> Excuse me. And today I want to ask you that question. Are you only pleased when you're in charge? Or are you okay being a servant? Are you only pleased when everyone is listening to you in your opinion? Or are you 
pleased and find value when you're serving behind the scenes. You see, just like we looked last night about God called Deborah to something specific and he, he called Barak to something specific, the same is true in your life and in mine. You see, sometimes God calls us to be the servant that no one sees. Other times God calls us to be the servant that leads in a marriage. You have to understand that male and female are equal but different. And God intends for us to work and love each other and sometimes to lead and sometimes to be led. The same thing goes on at work. Are you not okay when your supervisor tells you what to do, but yet you love to tell your coworkers what to do? At church, are you only okay when people want your opinion and want to hear from you, or are you okay just serving in the background? You see, this idea of leaders leading and people being willing to be led is a strange concept to us because to us, it's all about me, what I want, what I feel, what I think, what I'd like. But yet, Adrian Rogers always said this in his preaching, anything with more than one head is a monster. And so I've seen it in churches. I've seen it in places where I've worked I've seen it in marriages. Anything that has more than one head is a monster. When a husband and a wife are neither willing to ever give a little and to allow the other person to be right or to have an opinion or have a thought, you're headed for a marriage that has two heads and is a monster. At work, you've probably worked in many places where a supervisor was too strict or not strict enough. Listen to too many people's advice that they hung out with instead of doing what was right. That place of employment came a monster. Same thing happens at church. Same thing happens in a church. Too many people want to be in charge sometimes. Everybody's got a thought. Everybody's got a feeling. When truly the only authority that we have in Scripture is the Word of God. And so when anything has more than one head, it becomes a monster. And so tonight I want to challenge you. Has God called you, according to his word, to lead in a certain area, but yet you're not willing to lead? Maybe tonight God's calling you to humble yourself and be led. And you're saying, I'm not letting anybody lead me. I'm in charge or I'm not involved. You see, friends, abdicating the role that God has given you or overstepping the role that God has given you or I both end in disaster. You see, the reason that God was blessed is because God gave them the victory and he gave them the victory by allowing the leaders to lead and the followers to serve. Neither one is more important than the other. Those soldiers that fought were just as important as Deborah and Barak. The, the, the one who led was just as important as the one who did the fighting on the battlefield. And so tonight I challenge you to apply that humility to your life. If God has called you to lead, you better remember that if God doesn't give you what you need, the failure just looks bigger. That's why the Bible says for a pastor, that the judgment that I will receive from God 
someday will be double that of what it is for you. But also I have the possibility of being double blessed. And so as a husband, that applies to me. As a father, that applies to me. As a pastor, a friend, am I willing to lead when God asks me to? But am I also willing to humble myself when I don't have the answer or I don't have the right way to do it? Or it's not in my gift that God give me has given me to say, you know what? You take charge. How can I help? You see, when we become those kind of followers of Jesus, God can do much with us. In the New Testament, there was two sons of a lady who wanted her children to sit on the right and left hand of our Lord when he rules one day. And she says, can one son sit at the right hand of your throne and one son sit at the left hand? And Jesus said, those of you who want to be great, you must be the least. Those of you who want to be the most exalted must humble yourself and serve. And so tonight, be that person that God wants you to be. Fulfill those gifts and talents and callings that he's called you to give. But recognize, sometimes we lead, sometimes we're led. But when we can be faithful in those situations, listen to what it says. Bless the Lord. Now I know God can give me many blessings because he has over the years. But I want to please God in my life and it to be blessings to him. So tonight I challenge you with that. And remember, no matter how you failed or how stubborn you've been, God will forgive you. Tonight as we close, I uh, I don't usually ask for much for myself, but um, I am going to ask that you would pray for me. Um, as you know, about six months ago, I lost the hearing in one ear. Uh, it turned into a ringing and a buzzing and a humming sound. And over the last six months, it has just gotten louder and louder and louder. I was in the doctor last week, and they are going to be sending me to St. Louis. Um, and so I would appreciate your prayers that they would get me in quickly. Uh, the procedure and some surgery that they're wanting to do hopefully will help things. Um, but until that point, um, their advice was to focus on something else. And so <laughs> that has not been very successful. So uh, I, I would appreciate those and uh, know that if I can ever pray for you or help you in any way, I, I would be my privilege. And uh, I said over the next couple nights or days or weeks as the weather is bad, if there's anything I can help you with, I can shovel snow, we can... We can make trips to the grocery store. We can go get your medicine. Um, lots of people would love and like to be there for you if if we can be. And so I pray that God would richly bless you. And if the Lord is willing, which I hope the rapture happens, uh, but if it doesn't, we'll see you tomorrow night.